So I actually had a dream about doing this podcast last night. And I don't know if that's oh. a good omen or a bad omen. Cause did, did, was it good or do you not remember anything that you talked about? I don't remember anything we talked about, but like my emotions during the dream were high and like good energy. Like this is good? All right, yeah. dope. Okay. So hopefully that Let's take well. that energy right into this. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to Two Idiots Talk. Thank you for uh, g- going along with our hiatus. I think we've been gone for what, yes. like a month? Four weeks, yeah. The the election and then topic discrepancies. And we, we Nate mentioned in the, the video about the hiatus, we might be coming back to Mason stuff. We're not doing that, as the title probably tells you. Yeah, we're not doing Freemasons. Although, what we are talking about is... C- a little bit tangentially related, I guess, in some kinda, some areas. Kind of, kind of secret society, and I mean, I mean, I guess their defi- defi- definition of secret society. Yeah, but. but I I don't know. This is kind of like I guess we could call this a semi sequel to the spirit science video because there's so many like. It's kind of a semi sequel to all of our episodes. Yeah, this is like a all of the stuff we've been talking about has been so connected. This is like a half season re- retrospective. Uh, yeah, exactly. But like uh, this topic is, is like so dialectical, I feel, and like we're we don't yeah. we didn't give ourselves any time restraints really. So this is gonna be like all of history for this topic, at least what I I looked yeah, at. Yeah, it's it's th- in this episode itself because of all of that. Um, is probably gonna be more disjointed and longer than usual. Who knows? We'll we'll see how this goes. This is definitely gonna be a two idiots fucking talk this episode. So <laughs> yeah, we're really uh, digging our claws into our theme of just like fucking looking yes. at everything we can on one broad topic and then just spouting our little uh, idiot mouths yeah. all over it. <laughs> Spewing our <laughs> spewing our opinions all over this Spout subject, spouting our dirty little idiot mouths all over it, and like I kind of just want to uh, like preface as well, uh, like some of the people that I researched for this uh, are disgusting humans. Um, yes, and if a lot of if those. I come off while talking about them as disgusted, it's because I am. It's because I am disgusted. I'm not gonna try yes. to hide it. <laughs> And one of our favorites is back, everybody. I don't know if you remember us mentioning her briefly, but uh, Madam Fucking Blavatsky is in this topic too. She's liter. She's got her <laughs> dirty little fingers and everything. Yeah. Uh, and like when you were talking about her during the spirit science episode, I was just like, oh yeah, she's like a theosophy person, whatever. She did like, but she's fucking huge. She's like yeah. a huge part of this shit. And it's disturbing, and she cropped up in literally every part of research that I did, like whether it was videos or like articles, yep. even Wikipedia entries. But mm-hmm. we're everywhere. And and if it tells you anything about her prominence, she helped influence some of the top Nazi regime. Yeah, and I th- like a literal Nazi regime. We should just tell them what we're going to talk about because we we've, we've kind of jumped <laughs> around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, occultism uh, in Nazi in the Nazis and in the neo-Nazi movements. We're probably, I feel like we're probably going to be jumping around from both just talking about occultism 
in Nazi mentalities and then also our personal feelings on the pipeline from kind of being into occultism or paganism leading possibly to fascistic you know mentalities not that it will you can be pagan you can be into a cult without being a fucking fascist right. we're not saying yeah. that but the there's a there's some unfortunate tangential like ideas yeah and like traditions and mentalities that go along with both of them and it's it can it's a little weird yeah so well and i noticed this and we were like hey uh magic is cool but fascism is not cool why are they so related, it seems, in, like, the last hundred years or so? So we kind of want to get into that. I did my, like, preliminary research on this author who is actually the former bassist of a rock band Blondie by the name of Gary Lockman. Oh. <laughs> and okay. he's been writing books on, like, occultism for, I think, the past decade. But I watched an interview uh, he did with some Russian kid on YouTube talking about his newest book from 2018 uh dark star riding magic and power in the age of trump what a fucking title yeah jesus so i can talk to about that right now unless you have like yeah. better a better place to start chronologically hmm should we start on some more modern stuff or should we get a little bit into maybe the origins of like occultism in nazis version of fascism let's do a little more chronologically okay. just to like set the stage better okay. so as everybody knows or at least you know i think everybody i don't know um i don't <laughs> do know if anybody know? cares i don't know if I don't know if anybody else cares about this stuff aside from people like us. Broad but sweeping Nazis statements. Nazis were into are, the occult stuff. Yeah, broad sweet, sweeping yeah. statements are okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to generalize about yeah. everybody, yeah. So the Nazis were into the occult, and this influenced a lot of their thinking about the world and even their military strategy. Mm -hmm. do I, do you, know, you know more about Blavatsky and the Thule Society, so yeah. do you want to take a little bit of that, and then I can go over a little bit of some of the Nazis' like, actual like usage. Okay, so I didn't do like a really deep dive because I didn't want to. Just going to lay that on the table <laughs> of Blavatsky, but her That's name fine. just did kept creeping up everywhere. Uh, Helena Blavatsky was like a late 1800s, early 1900s theosopher and she basically popularized the theory, uh, or a theory that blended European and esoteric beliefs with uh, Eastern cosmology. And I think we'll get more into that later because I think Buddhism is going to creep up into what we're going to talk about. Maybe somewhere, yeah. Um, and she was inspired by, from my sources at least, she was inspired by race science. Yikes. And eugenics. Oh. <laughs> Bigger yikes. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> uh, and with those inspirations, she like crafted cosmological models of like the origin of humans and the races of our species. Yeah, it's it's this mentality of what I read as being called the spiritual evolution of man. Yeah. And the very literal and figurative way like who knows what these types of people think about actual scientific evolution but their main mode of thinking is they take these spiritual leaders who claim to have visions and then they use that as the 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 secret history yeah. of the world that we came from as we mentioned in the spirit science video atlantis we came from master races there's fucking five or six root races the aryans were the supreme ones and you can 
link yourself to these master races and define your superiority based on that. So no wonder yeah. people in Nazi Germany after World War One who felt, you know, weakened and powerless, they wanted to attach themselves to this. And these people were already like this at this time frame, even in America, people were like into like magic and stuff. Yeah. People believed more about magic than we do nowadays. Right. So And I don't know if I already said, but like yeah. her inspirations of, of race science and all that and like the race hierarchies was at the time in Europe acceptable. Like it wasn't taboo to talk about this stuff. Like most white people were on board with this. Right. Because um, people were racist yeah. way more than now. And she was kind of either the aggregator or initiator of the mythical hierarchy of races that Will was just talking about. And in this hierarchy, the Aryans were deemed the superior of spirit, and the Semitic were deemed the degenerate of spirit. <laughs> and that was kind yes. of her model. The Aryans was it the spir- Aryans were the spiritual or the intellectual leaders, and the Indians, which are related to Aryans, if you want to get into that old the old arcane naming method. Yeah, that was oh, that which was were the related other thing. to Aryans were the spiritual yeah. leaders or something like that. But a lot of the times, which is really weird. While I was reading this, there was this mention of, like, the old usages of, like, Aryan people and, Uh like, Anglo-Saxon and all this stuff. And Aryan used to mean, like, Eastern—not Eastern European, but, like, parts of Europe and then, like, India— and parts yeah, of the, the Middle Indo- East. Yeah, Indo-European or whatever. Yeah. Right, Indo- Indo-European and stuff. Even, like, Nazi people, like, reference this, that Indians are related to yeah. them. But then, clearly, if you go into, like, Nazi, the mentality of actual Nazis, they hate brown people, yeah. so they hate Middle Easterners and Indians what is it? a lot, even though they claim that they're the same. I don't understand these people. Wait, what is it that Hitler was? He was, like, the Volkish or Volkish? Volkish. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. let me. I wrote something about this. Hold on. Let me try to that find that. That was like trying that, to explain that, that down. you could be of mm. like a different race physically, but a more superior race spiritually, um, which like tried right. to justify the persecuting of someone who was Jewish spiritually. Like if someone appeared physically Aryan, but their spirit was Jewish, then you could still justify right. persecuting them. Well, it's the it's the one drop racism it just like we had in america where uh you're not white if you're if you look white but you have a black person in your yep. ancestry yeah. it, whereas racism now it's it's watered down it's bad it's fucking horrible yeah. but it's like watered down compared to before where it's like you just need to look white and we're fine yeah just like irish used to be considered non-white and now they are white you just gotta look white yeah so ne- the- it, but before it was one drop rule and the same with the nazis yeah, the last I can read thing... something real quick about the Volkish for for the uh, listeners though. Okay, is okay. quote this is from an article uh, that I'll link um, in the description. Uh, let me get the title real quick. Uh, the magical thinking of the far right. And oh, I read that too. It says, "quote People who adopt the view that religion is an expression of a collective racial unconscious are called Volkish pagans. People who adopt the view that the gods are open to all are universalists." And you may have yes. seen universalist churches around. And there's uh, also tribalist Cleveland, if you're from this area. Oh, well. I guess you're not. But <laughs> hmm? there's also the tribalist form of thinking too, which is right, 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 right. Still um, racist in my book. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. People who adopt the view that they are proud of their own generally white European heritage, but also able to respect the heritage of others, are in the middle and are known as tribalists. Yeah. 
Granted, I'd say they're all weird, <laughs> um, but I'm not a pagan. So last thing really about Blavatsky before she creeps up into other areas, uh, because she definitely will, is that she influenced the Thule Society, which I think we also mentioned mm-hmm. in the Spirit mm-hmm. Science video, but the Thule Society like bit, believes yeah. that there's like this island of Aryans that disappeared or something and they're trying to bring it back and like resurrect it um and then they from the thule society took the anti anti anti-semitic tendencies from her models and like ran with it and started a fascist revolution uh because the main members of the thule society were hitler himmler and ernest eckel uh all bad people I read that he Hitler actually wasn't a part of the Thule Society. Uh, he left, Maybe I'm I thinking think. of a different he, organization. He yeah, there was like it was mostly Himmler. Himmler was the big occult person. And just for some historical context, so the Thule Society, I believe, was located in Germany. Yeah. And had in 1918 local newspapers that were uh, meant to circulate its ideas. Yep. And eventually turned into just a fascist, you know, newspaper, but. They specifically were trying to undermine uh, Bavaria, which had a communist revolution, apparently, that I never fucking knew yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't either. Germany, <laughs> part of Germany, Munich, went through a communist revolution and had a communist government, like a literal communist government. And That's pretty cool. And part of the Thule Society was trying to undermine... It was pretty cool. <laughs> but it, uh, it was trying to undermine this uh apparently they, with with their propaganda succeeded, yeah but, with their occultist propaganda right and they were called the uh that one of their newspapers or later became known as the volkish observer so they yeah. called oh, themselves volkish. <laughs> so this this kind of leads into what we see uh, in modern esoteric fascism um in groups like the uh order of the nine angles oh i didn't know about that uh, they're like an o- offshoot pre-christian a cult group ah. uh, from like Aleister Crowley's teachings, um, Crowley, and they also familiar. believed in like Aleister Crowley. Uh, he was like, he's like a huge occult guy. I listened to like a five-part podcast on him, and like literally his whole life is insane. <laughs> like, yeah, he he was so into the occult and stuff, but was like never successful. He, but uh, Ozzy Osbourne like wrote the song mr crowley and whatever or apparently it's pronounced crowley but anyway the order of the nine angles uh separates uh human history into aeons in which each uh human race from the blavatsky model was in power and oh just straight up from blavatsky yeah and modern esoteric fascism believes that the current time is the time for the aryans to take power right right that's why they're so crazy wasn't, yeah and, wasn't that part of the spirit science episode i didn't i mention that where it's like yeah now is the time for the aryans and we were like oh that's fascist and little did we know <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh they also believe in like physical manifestations and chaos magic from like sigils and this kind of broke off even more from the order of the nine angles into kind of what, what richard spencer spencer believes is the guy who got punched on tv uh, who's like a alt-right leader <laughs> so. in modern times. Uh, but they like fully embraced this meme magic with the Pepe the Frog shit. Mm, yeah, no okay and, like, symbol. believed that spreading the image online in all their different circles would, one, garner them more attention and more membership, and yeah, two, like physically manifest 
through chaos magic, <laughs> the synchronicities that led to Donald Trump's yes. election. Yeah, See, because they thought he, they think he is an alt-right fascist. If you, and if you, that's like a victory for them. Oh yeah. Oh fucking yeah. To me, when I hear this kind of thing, when I hear like chaos magic and like you know so chaos and it helps our cause, to me that kind of contextualizes some of this like pipeline thing because. You get these fucking memers online. You get these 4chan folk who love to yep. be trolls and love to piss people off and love chaotic energy, whether you mean literal or not. And oftentimes you rat can radicalize from these communities into Nazism or into fascism or whatever, into white supremacy. And yep. when you're talking to these people, from my experience of people on the alt-right, whether they're into the occult or not, they really like sowing doubt they really like disruption they really like um dismantling trust in society yeah. and i i could see how that could easily lead to somebody telling you like yes like this this it's all about the chaotic energy if you really think about it this is how we win i wonder why it's this chaotic energy re rewarding us and it's like mm -hmm. it leads you into this weird fucking these weird ideas that you're being driven by mysticism and the you know a perfect race and a secret history of the human human race and like it, also along with liking chaos they also dislike structure dogma postmodernism all of the things that are current in society um and like pushing people away also just pushes them into the the alt-right circles yes of like truth essentially well, yeah they, they feel so isolated like, and they want community and then they find it in the fucking fascists i don't know i didn't look for this it was just in a video i watched on the subject but uh a lot of the gatherings that i saw or like pictures of gatherings of the alt-right currently in modern times are just full of people putting out these symbols that are like openly tied to fascism and occultism yeah they have like the black symbol of the black sun um, they have like the the nine angles even in certain severe you cases. Look up the nine angles. What is, what is the nine angles? Never heard of that. But that's oh. that like just. Oh right. Okay. See, this is this kind of shit pisses me off because, I, I'm not into the occult, but I like, <laughs> the aesthetic. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Glad well, you're not in the occult before agreeing to do this episode. Well, no, 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 no. What I mean by that is I'm not an occultist. I don't. I'm not a pagan. I don't like. A, I don't believe in the no, stuff. Right, right. I, it's cool, I'm and I'm into shit. it. Yeah, you fucker, undermining me. Um, but like, I, I'm into the aesthetic because I'm a poser, and I'm into the satanic aesthetic, and. I'm even getting a fucking satanic tattoo. I'm getting a fucking goat head on my back, biting a snake. Well, these guys are like the evil Satan. Exactly. But then they take this shit, <laughs> the satanic symbols that I can't use now. <laughs> because then it'll be a, it'll look like I'm a <laughs> They're Nazi. They're taking my culture. <laughs> yeah, my, my culture. Yeah, sure. But it also sucks because I'm bald. I shave my head. So if, like, I, oh, no. if I use these symbols, I just look like a Nazi. Like, my yeah. only redeeming quality to make R. me not R. look P. like a Nazi is I have clear glasses and a mustache and, you know, like, flower tattoos, and I smile a lot, and I'm very nice. 
Like, yeah. that's the only redeeming quality to make me not look like a fucking skinhead. And I, they'd steal all of these things from me. <laughs> also, you're very vocal about being anti-racist and anti-capitalist. All right, anyway, I'm sorry for the tangent. Oh my God, I'm reading now on the Order of the Nine Angles Wikipedia that they were advocated violence militancy in aid of the neo-Nazi cause and cited as an influence on the nail bomber of uh, by the name of David Copeland. Wait, yeah, David I mean, Copeland? I, Hold on. I'm not going to go too de- deep into the Order of the Nine Angles. We could probably just do a whole episode on just them uh, if we were a more uh, concerned podcast. Is this David <laughs> Copeland related to televangelist Kenneth Copeland? Uh, is that his name? Is that his name? Or who's the who's so. the Copeland? Yeah, who's the Copeland, Copeland fucking familiar. televangelist that did the not breathe COVID away? Is that him? Yeah, I, I also kind of wanted to talk about the televangelists because they're fucking crazy. Yeah, Kenneth Copeland, the fucking waxy, sweaty mannequin who's a fucking <laughs> demon in human skin. Isn't he the like, billionaire guy? The billionaire he's the billionaire with the plane. Yeah, yeah. He oh, was man. the guy who laughed for a minute straight, and he was like, and they said Biden won. Ah, 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 ah. And then yeah. he starts oh, laughing. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Ha, yeah. Ha, ha. <laughs> oh my God, that was utterly terrifying. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of televangelists too cater to the alt right. I feel like that's not that far off from being occultists and catering to the alt right. Oh yeah. Or vice versa, like, just like giving them something to attach to that is mystical and post truth. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so it's, weird. It's, it's anti-intellectualism. It's don't trust the the experts in anything it's not even anti-authority we're anti-authority yeah but it's anti-expert it's like it's looking at people who have fucking trained and studied for this and being like i don't trust you simply because i don't like what you're saying right and then you get into shit like fucking anti-vaxxers and like fucking people (laughs) trump supporters denying our election which is what i kind of meant about all this stuff being dialectical because you can't really talk about this and like not believing in truth being like anti-truth and anti-intellectual yeah. as you were saying without making the connection to being flat earth being anti-vax being yeah like anti-moon like they're all related because these people are so removed whether it's for, by their own doings or because they were roped into it or convinced that they're alone into believing in in all of these mystical things like that was kind of something that Gary Lockman was talking about when he was he was talking about his book because he he argued that people within the right are turning to magic because they they want to break the constraints from reality because those constraints don't help them. They yeah. they want to like have this idea interface where they can exchange crazy ideas and not come off as crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it it yeah. helps their yeah. cause essentially. It's fucking dangerous um to allow it and put it under the guise of the first amendment and it's Mm -hmm. it's it's like no if somebody just it's just like we don't accept people screaming fire or rape in public places like that's dangerous right we have to censor some things clearly we need we need obstacles to uh overstepping bounds and just censoring everything you don't like but yeah. yeah, maybe the Nazis saying that the earth is flat or Nazis saying that they're the superior race or saying that Trump is a fucking messianic figure. Like, right. yeah, maybe that that's a real. little dangerous. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other goddamn subject. <laughs> hey, I, real quick, um, I want to I wanna okay. mention a couple things that the Nazis did just in case people uh, need some context for how fucking 
even beyond their absolute vile, evil, fucking everything, they were <laughs> dumb. They were just yeah. stupid. So they were Let's really dig a good call. Real, go get them. Um, I'm just gonna list off a couple things that they attempted to do. So, are you familiar with what dousing is? Yeah, yeah. Where you, you take can like a pendulum. The, yeah. yeah. So there's and, like the dousing rods, and then there's the dousing pendulum method, mm-hmm. where you like feel the natural life radiation of something. Vibrations. So f- normal dousing, like rod dousing, looking for water, is. You walk around with these two sticks, and when they move together, you found water. And <laughs> it's like sense it's like supposedly sensing radiation. Uh, it supposedly works for ghosts it. too. Exactly. With ghosts. And it's always this vague radiation. Nobody ever actually like there's radiation. It's ectoplasm, dude. But that's <laughs> better than pendulum dousing, like secondary dousing, because this is like in person, like yeah. what's in front of you. The method the Nazis used would they would lay out a map of enemy territory and yeah when they were looking for swing a pendulum yeah. over it uh-huh. <laughs> and when the pendulum would stop vibrating it was sensing radiation emanating from a ship that was somehow channeled through a map into yeah, the dude, pendulum just, just a secondary reproduction of the world yeah <laughs> And then uh, they tried using astrologists to find where Mussolini was after his arrest. They believed Dude, you in just, ley lines. You just glossed they, over the fact that they would ha- they hired several people <laughs> who didn't even like the Nazis. They just yeah. kidnapped them, essentially, made yeah. them douse for days on end. Made yeah. them stand there and douse for days. For hours. Oh, yeah, you're right. Holy fuck. Yeah, literally. They would, like, force them to just stand there for hours and hours not moving a and muscle. And it never worked. It never worked. It never one worked. Time. And <laughs> the astrologist couldn't it. find Mussolini. See, that's the – both the dousers and the astrologist, they either kidnapped or they, they took – oh, my God. They took, <laughs> like – they took Jewish people from the camps even. They took uh-huh. Jewish yep. people from their camps who, who were, were like known like astrologers yep. or, you know, dowsers, and they forced them to do this. They were so fucking crazy that they took their they <laughs> took the people they were trying to murder from the camps to go work for that. Like I'm shaking my head right now. I oh, it blows my mind. And okay. Yeah. Sorry, so to, anyway, sorry they, to interrupt they, you. They, yeah. What else did they do? <laughs> Oh, no, no, you weren't interrupting me. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they also believed Insane. in ley lines. It never worked. Just energy lines of the earth, fucking also shit that was in the spirit science video. They were big alternative medicine people. And hey, you know, I'm down for like, if there's like a natural remedy for something, fucking awesome. I don't want to take drugs. <laughs> I don't want to take pharmaceuticals. But crystals aren't going to heal cancer. <laughs> Dieting isn't going to fucking like save your life like... This shit Give me that ayahuasca. Work. Yeah, well, hey, ayahuasca has its own benefits, but they're psychological, not fucking making tumors go away. Okay, and that's then, like the, the the Church of Science or what is it called? There's like a modern thing called the Jesus Church of Science or something like that. Dude, there's one right down the street from me. Seriously, yeah. it's and they fucking they don't hilarious. believe in modern medicine. They don't believe no. in it. They don't let their practitioners their their whatever the, their congregation if one of their congregation gets medicine 
like medicine from a doctor, they're fucking exiled. It's fucking sane, dude. That's worse than speaking in tongues. (laughs) Holy rollers. (laughs) <laughs> it's the holy rollers all over god damn and then of course you know they did the obligatory drugging their soldiers to try to turn them into super soldiers that we all know about um that was a real thing if you thought that was just a movie thing no they actually did that and then real quick and, I and they also say, experiment it, it was not just a movie thing they also did experiments on captives like oh god yeah gross they didn't think of them as human of course they did that yeah, yeah. we we got too excited we're too excitable with this topic. There's too much going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely, definitely interesting. I'll try to um, rope it back to, or like bring it back around to uh, my occultist, politics centrist writer, Gary Lockman, because the, oh, also the the Nazis promoted yoga with their soldiers, by the way. Um, but anyway. Yeah, but that was just a way to brainwash the youth. Come on, Will. Yeah, of course, just, of course. <laughs> uh. Oh, oh, so sorry. I keep, I'm sorry. I keep, I keep remembering things. I Hitler want to talk saw about the Gary. Northern. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did you so say? Hitler was watching the Northern Lights and took them as a premonition that he should invade Poland. Yo, man. What? Yeah. And they also. Um, that's not like the most crazy thing, but it's just funny that it's just this mentality of just fucking anything, everything fucking justifies yeah. Everything. Anything post-truth. I think I mentioned in a previous podcast that Hitler like employed full-time the top astrologer in Germany or whatever. Like One of his top advisors oh, sure. was just an astrologer who just gave him yeah. astrological advice. There was a video that you sent to me about this guy talking about the origins of Buddhism or whatever. <laughs> and he mentioned God, the Nazi bell. He's like, yeah, uh. there's also this Nazi bell that like apparently enabled them to time travel or travel through space and it was like it was called a it was oh a bell God. that was so supernatural and cool and like they were buddhist for it whatever um he, yeah uh, he also said our atlantean history oh, oh boy God, where was what? that where did i I wrote that something. I, where the fuck did I wrote, write that? I can't find he it. He was anymore, grasping at straws, bro. He he literally said he mentioned Atlantis. He talked about the root races, the master races. He said yeah. the Aryans were a master race. This but guy was Asian, by the way. He, I believe he said he was Japanese. Which it, and he, he mentioned the Aryans as if he was associating himself with that, which Aryan does not include Eastern Asian ethnicities. But then he said, you know, there's a lot of evidence that Buddha was a Nord. He was a Nordic. And that... <laughs> Uh, that Buddhism was actually Christian. Like, people believe that Christians came to the East and made Buddhism. Huh? (laughs) But Christianity is the youngest religion. Well, Islam is. Islam's the biggest, youngest religion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't Buddhism Uh, originate before Christianity? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was around the same time. I don't know, honestly. I'm very ignorant mm. on that. But as far as I'm aware from what... Because I am, like, sort of into Buddhism, like the mindfulness idea of it, not really the spiritual ideas of it. As far as I'm aware, the experts think that Buddhism influenced Christianity, not the other yeah. way around. But this guy was just fucking insane. And then at some... I'm just, like, watching this. And I send it to Nate. 
and <laughs> I'm watching that double speak because this guy talks so slow. And then I'm just like, okay, just half half listening it, listening, and I and then he just goes, oh blah 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 blah, the Negroid race, oh blah blah blah, blah. and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. He, yeah, he was people. using those volkish arguments, volkish. Yeah. How are they? Like after watching that video and then reading the article about the Vol- wolf. How do you fucking say it? Folkish. Folkish, I believe, would be the German pronunciation, but yeah, okay. Volkish. But yeah, it was like all the same shit that the Volkish believed. Anyway, sorry about that tangent. Let's get into it with Gary Lockman now. Yes. Take a, little, take a slow. <laughs> take it a little slow. Dark Star Rising Magic in the Power of uh, in the Age of Trump. But the funniest part about this interview was that I feel like the interviewer. The Russian kid, who's probably our age, honestly, and Gary Lockman, I don't know, he's probably like mid-50s, literally just kept talking without being asked anything about literally anything and everything related to like modern politics and the occult, which was super interesting. (laughs) But basically the point of his book from 2018 was to relate Trump and all of Trump's circle, Steve Bannon, whoever else is near and dear to Trump, uh, to occultism. And he also like had a, had criticisms of progressive occultism, which kind of talked about before, uh, like progressive occultism or progressive new age paganism or whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was also like arguing that the ideas of magic and occultism are kind of interchangeable with the ideas of postmodernism because like postmodernism, he equated to post-truth and what i that's he lost me i was like i don't what? think that's true because postmodernism. wait how old is this guy because that's some boomer ass shit i'm sorry i don't know if everybody knows nate and i are both like 23 24 i just turned 25 i'm old just turned 25 okay i'm 23 he's 64 he's 64 that's some boomer ass shit that's some jordan b peterson ass shit he loves jordan peterson dude I bet, because that's some Jordan Peterson ass shit. Post, he was that's like, not po- nobody understands what postmodernism is. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, he was like, yeah, uh, Peterson actually is really cool, uh, and like he apologized for him being associated with the alt right. He was like, yeah, people just don't understand Jordan. Like, he's actually oh preaching against the alt right. This guy, he dropped out of a university. This was another big like, uh oh, red flag for me, Gary Lockman. Um, he dropped out of a, of a university that he was going to to get a literature degree because it had moved too far left. I don't know what year this was, oh. but he was like, yeah, I won't be taken seriously because this university is too far left. I'm moving my kids out of New York because <laughs> the schools are too far left. But he agrees with Peterson's takes that uh, humans are not blank slates in terms of like nature, but human nature is limited, he thought. And... It's not fixed, so he was really wishy-washy Wait. and like not locking what? in. On what does that even this. mean? <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. I just wanted to talk about how Jordan Peterson is also related to this, in a way. Oh, okay, yeah, um, please. I love talking about Jordan Peterson. Oh no, like that that whole thing. Like oh, okay. Gary Lockman. Okay. Being a fan of the occult and also Jordan Peterson. Hey, um, fuck JBP. <laughs> fuck that guy. He is so awful, and fuck his daughter too. God, they're so. <laughs> fucking dumb um they're just he, grifters uh, yeah. anyway that's not yeah <laughs> that that can be an extra podcast extra yeah hating on jordan peterson um but anyway he <laughs> we was, do a chat episode on that he also mentioned that steve bannon 
was a fan and like on tape mentions Julius Evola's teachings, who, if you're not familiar, is a literal scumbag, evil human being that wrote like 20 books on how uh, men and the white race are superior. uh, And he like backs all that shit up through occultism. He literally said fascists aren't fascist enough for me. I think he called it. He was like, I'm I'm a super fascist. Yeah. This dude is bad. Yeah. The bad and, boy. And we can get into him in a little not bit. Not in a good way. But um he also was like Steve Bannon agrees with Putin for standing for traditional values and we all know what that's a dog whistle for. He also talked about Alexander Dugin, which is like an advisor to Putin who also agrees with Evola and he is like on Russian TV all the time talking about like far right ideas. Um but never directly mentioning his belief in the occult which he does and then finally kind of in a fleeting way he mentions that through all of this chaos magic that people like richard spencer are invoking and like 4chan he he literally talks about 4chan um god like inducing synchronicities into the world with their meme magic synchronicities yeah dude like he kept saying this i was like i thought you said chaos magic wouldn't that be taking away synchronicities thank you I'm, thank you I'm, <laughs> this guy like was so steeped in it See, this is I, how you this is how you pick out a grifter yeah they they they're constantly con- contradicting themselves yep the last thing is that maybe he he posited maybe this is a lot the chaos <laughs> magicians <laughs> the chaos magicians from kekistan oh <laughs> Which (laughs) created a tulpa which embodied itself in Trump. And the tulpa has run away from them. And they can't control it anymore because the chaos is too much. Wait, so it created a tulpa Uh which embodied itself in Trump. Okay, so is Trump a manifestation or did Trump exist and then it entered him? I think or, the second one. I don't know. I Trump he wasn't clear. Always been the same. He wasn't clear. He's like so. At, before talking about this, he was like a lot of what oh. the right wing talks about, especially online. Um, they're able to backpedal from by just saying that it's a joke. You know. Oh, if you don't understand, then that's just yeah. a joke. You you just didn't get the joke. But then after positing the theory that Trump is a talpa, he's like, that's just a little joke that I have. I'm like, bro, what did you just <laughs> say? This is a joke I have. What did you just say? <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that. I fucking, it's a meme at this point. I see it on Twitter all the time of like being like, you're far right. And just this crying guy like, I'm not far right. I'm just joking. I mean, like, <laughs> I but like, what meme. if like, what I, homogenous societies are kind of good, but I'm just joking. I'm just joking. And it's like, you're far left. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> he, he kept saying remarkable yes, synchronicities. I am a socialist. Over and over, but he agrees we're living in a post-truth world. This guy was like a self-proclaimed uh, centrist. He was like, I feel like oh, we're just too far leaning me, in. Oh, dude. Anyway. Enlightened centrist. I just want to grill, baby. Anarcho-grillist <laughs> over here. He kept talking about like how there's so many things nowadays that are interrelated. And like without thinking about the dialectics of everything and what is true, he, he's like, these are just synchronicities that I find remarkable. I think that they're they're trying to point us to a larger uh, 
like enlightening concept basically and i kind of want to go on a tangent right now because just a year ago about or actually two years ago i used to work in a warehouse doing inventory for like uh an engineering aerospace company and i i had a coworker who was our age as well (laughs) and any chance he could get he would like corner me and start talking about all of these easter eggs in media he called them easter eggs and not synchronicities i didn't know until like this Wait, year globalist easter eggs yeah until like this year that that's probably what he was mentioning like all this 4chan and reddit shit of like the chaos magicians inducing synchronicities with their symbols of like these easter eggs he was like yeah did you see this rap video this thing from this totally unrelated thing popped up in it i'm like i don't know if that's i don't know if that's valid uh for one and i don't know too if that even means anything like he had no, no. proof he was just like on all of these forums that like just piecemealed all of this weird ass tangentially related media together and like said that it was hey, all part of a bigger structure doing that yeah they, he was like they it's all part of a bigger plan and i was like bro what the fuck are you talking about i, I hope he's not roped into it his twitter's like super into the stock market so that that tells you everything yeah <laughs> Not to be also everything's connected, but I just uh, reminded myself about a little thing I saw on um, the Wikipedia for the Thule Society. There's a little quote I wrote down about all of the German newspapers in Bavaria and whatnot. Oh, okay. All right. That said, quote, after 1933, esoteric organizations were, suppo- were suppressed, including folkish occultists, uh, many closed down by anti-Masonic legislation in ni- legislation in 1935. Okay. Masonic. Yeah. Freemasons. We were going to do an episode on that. Why right. are all of our episodes connected? But, dude, also, <laughs> a lot of, like, these interconnected occult groups kind of influence each other. And one of these big groups was the Golden Dawn or the Hermetic Association of the Golden Dawn or whatever the fuck. And their three founders were all Freemasons. Oh, my God. Yeah. Makes you wonder what was this thing also kind of like a secret society the asatru like the icelandic oh yeah i have something where the fuck did my thing go on yeah yeah, um, yeah. talk about the sorry, asatru and that. then i want to talk about more of julius evola a little bit because he's steeped I in have... hermeticism and like really like started the engine for all of this occult shit during the nazi regime i don't have notes but i i quoted an article about them let me uh let me go through it real quick and see if there's anything good Um, it was a neo-pagan group founded by the American heathen leader, Stephen McNallan. I don't know what that means. Oh yeah, um, McNallan. Fuck. I don't know if this pertains or is interesting at all, but this just had to do with, um, whether they were accepting of other cultures or not. Um, what my quote was, was, uh, quote on the Asatru subreddit. Yes, this exists. It's hard to reject modernity in all its forms because oh, yeah, Asatru is like, uh, it rejects modernity. Yeah, another said, alongside questions like, how do you, right, al- along other, alongside uh, questions like, how do you make offerings to the gods? What types and how? There's a topic called, do I have, do I have to be of European origin? A poster called Genghis 112, who self-describes as of Asian origin, but very interested in Norse paganism. Uh, there we go. Another of the fucking like buddha was nord thing i don't know why this, where this meant sen- sentiment of norse mythology comes from but uh, asks whether someone from an asian background can practice connect with norse deities most of the responses say yes absolutely thor is the protector of all humanity one poster writes no one group has a monopoly on any religion 
Others disagree. Norse paganism is about honoring your ancestors, so no, look into your old ancestors' faith. An argument breaks out whether folkish pagans are inherently white separatists. What's wrong with that? Royd's question mark replies. I prefer to spend time with other Europeans. Uh, a few posts Tribalism. from there, and the posters are talking about whether someone who is 51% European can worship European gods. At what point is, is <laughs> one's noble gods. witness whiteness watered down to the point where the gods will ostensibly no longer treat with you see this is fucking hilarious to me because even inside of you know hyper pagan white supremacist fascist groups they can't even decide whether or not like they want to accept other people they can't decide what whiteness means they yeah. can't decide what race means so you get all these fucking people saying race is real and even their groups can't fucking agree on what the fuck does white mean <laughs> like what does Aryan mean out. It, yeah if it matters so much to you like <laughs> it's just like the thing where you always have to prove your superiority that's like the, the yes it's a fucking superior yeah, yeah. that's like the, the um, reason why people are so willing to accept the occultist traditions the occultist ideals of the Aryan spirit being the most powerful superior whatever what have you so yeah. it goes both ways basically like if you have someone who's interested in magic and and kind of sick of the ever present uh, eye or like mouth I guess of the media you can rope them kind of into the other side of the occult, which is, you know, fascistic and right-leaning tendencies. And then if you have someone on the right, you can rope them into the other side, which is like the more magic shit, you know. And that's kind of how it goes hand in hand. It just seems like right-leaning people uh, have like this toxic relationship with confirmation bias. Like they... Well, I would say humans do. Yeah, that's true. So if you already believe something, if something, even if it's not true, even if it's not provable, if there's something at all that has a structure around it that will confirm mm -hmm. your already held beliefs, you're going to want to believe it even more. And Well, let me give uh, some personal examples, if you don't mind, unless you yeah. let me let me let you finish. No, go for it. Um, so I personally would consider myself fairly open-minded not to toot my own horn <laughs> um but my mentality has changed so often in my life my my beliefs and ideals and whatnot um because i feel like i'm more open to changing my ideas but even i feeling that way can accept that i also was super into confirmation bias so mm -hmm. As Nate knows, uh, to give a little context to my history, I was not political um, as a high schooler. My dad's conservative. He's currently a Trump supporter, unfortunately, but Oof. he's a conservative person. I kind of, just like I was raised to be Christian and never questioned it, and then kind of like once I figured out that I could question it, I just became an atheist because I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, after high school, I realized that I didn't need to just think of things in terms of the way he talked about things. So I kind of was like, eh, I guess I'm liberal. Eh, I guess I like Bernie. I guess I'm a Bernie supporter. I don't really know. And then very quickly, 
some friends of mine somehow convinced me to become a libertarian saints. and i mean the american libertarian oh no not saints. not yet yeah yeah <laughs> uh not not yet the a uh, bad the right libertarian um and then i became a fucking anarcho-capitalist for a while <laughs> like and what does that mean Will? i would regularly <laughs> right <laughs> what is that i would regularly mean can you yeah right can you even be an anarchist if you're a capitalist no um but anyway uh i was i called myself an ancap Solid. and was very open to discussing like talking and debating people who are either centrist liberals or even straight up socialists and can still considered myself open-minded but i was still so into confirmation bias and i was like watching all these fucking videos of people talking about this stuff people like thomas sowell which if you don't know who he is is one of the best grifters because he comes across so intelligent and yeah. so understanding of economics and then you stop agreeing with him and you're like oh wait no you're actually really dumb <laughs> and you're talking about the you're, you're literally acting like economics 101 defines all of economics dude he's a cia it's really annoying <laughs> yeah right exactly so I would regular and go on like Mises fucking institute shit and in fucking what? Cato Institute. Yeah. I didn't like, know that. I would like read all of these things thinking I was being open minded and even me and, and now I'm not an ANCAP. I'm fucking socialist now, which yeah. is a funny transition. <laughs> like I'm an actual socialist. Um <laughs> but not a fucking watered down liberal. Fuck liberals. Fuck but, liberals. Um, Fuck liberals. <laughs> That's in jest. If you're a liberal, I love you. But, um, but I, yeah, I went from ANCAP to socialist, and I'm still like, it's so easy, not to be too, not to fucking go to rant too long about this, but it's so easy, even for people who consider themselves to be open-minded, to just find what they want and to kind of suppress the other side. Like the thing that made me not an ANCAP anymore, which happened um late 2019 so actually not even that long ago only oh about gosh. a year ago yeah was because i eventually at some point was like yeah man it's kind of hard for me to justify pri justify privatized healthcare because i kept like my instinct was to be like no everybody deserves it people shouldn't fucking die but my like brain that was like nah philosophy man like puritan <laughs> like it could like, never happen pure bro. In your philosophy <laughs> yeah exactly I was like, no, you're not allowed to think that. Uh -huh. You're not allowed to agree with that. And eventually I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I was kind of like, all right, fine. Some government regulations are okay. Some government intervention is okay. And then that kind of like broke the back yeah. of the ANCAP, being an ANCAP. And then that slowly put me down the path of becoming more and more of a liberal. And then I was kind of like a liberal for like winter. And then this <laughs> pandemic, man, holy shit, it radicalized <laughs> me like a motherfucker. Yeah, righteous. Hell yeah. Uh, one of the podcasts Nate and I were originally thinking about doing was me and ANCAP and him a socialist mm -hmm. talking. We kind of missed the boat on that one. <laughs> yeah yeah too bad i mean I, and not too bad because i'm not a piece of shit anymore i've only been left-leaning since i don't know maybe end of freshman year of college so like early 2015 um and like even then i've only recently started started to research it more and kind of learn more about it yeah but yeah even in in leftist circles confirmation bias is huge like we're always trapped in our own oh bubbles boy. and oh then yeah. we're always infighting with other 
bubbles, you know. With other leftists. Well, yeah, we hyper, we hype, like leftist, leftism is so hyper tribalized within itself of like these little bubbles and everybody being like, you're not a real leftist. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, um, But yeah, definitely even in leftist circles, like it's so easy to just surround yourself with people who agree with you. Like you don't, nobody wants, some people do, nobody like, nobody enjoys being antagonistic to other people and it's really easy to do that today. So people surround themselves with people who aren't antagonistic yeah and we're not trying to we're not trying to apologize for people who like persecute others for their beliefs because you know of (laughs) their confirmation biases (laughs) we're just trying to explain how it it happens that we understand that 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 it's kind of natural yeah we should fight against it but it kind of just happens. Yeah. I wanted to, to to mention this real quick because I found a really good article that was okay, cool. comparing yeah. occult and paganism to alt-right thoughts and beliefs. Are you talking about like the race theory, I guess, and like gender discrepancies? What is it? Yeah, kind of stuff like that. Just traditionalist thought. Yeah, traditionalist in thought. In these was pagan like, communities. The fucking yeah, dog whistle. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's, it's as we said before, you can be progressive and a pagan you can be centrist and a pagan you can be a good person and a pagan 100 percent. i know these people however there is an unfortunate like overlap uh-huh. in the mentalities that can possibly and we have seen at least with some groups lead into fascist thinking this goes along with what we were talking about in the spirit science thing where it's like whoa this is new agey this is very people would be offended if I called it pagan but it's like it's similar Mm -hmm. where it's kind of a rejection of science but it's this hyper traditionalism where you are rejecting modernity you're rejecting a lot of times you're rejecting the enlightenment you think we're too focused on empiricism on science on like knowing exactly what's happening you think about a golden age almost of history where there was at some point people on this earth that knew a lot and were very spiritually enlightened and knew secrets of the universe and had great culture and knowledge, blah, 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 you know, um, where it's like, oh, the pagans of the past knew how to be closer to the earth or something like that. Uh, that's one, uh, one lens to look at that through. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, rejecting modernity, capitalism, contemporary culture, yeah, even alt-writers reject capitalism, just like pagans. Um, there's in-and-out groups. There's we are the ones practicing a correct magic. Others aren't. Yeah. Um, we're doing it correctly. They're fucking it up. More um, of that grifter with specific shit. rules. Yeah. Right, right. Whether it's grifting or an actual belief structure in, in whatever paganism you follow, it, it can be a thing, and it's often a thing. People, you know, also naturally do that. Um specific rules you need to follow specific rules you need to do things a certain way natural hierarchies where it's like these people know more so they're above or gender roles or you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do this and that an ideal culture is being tainted that there is a pure form of what we are trying but it has been tainted by modernity and we're trying to get back to that ideal form right and it, it usually ties back to a specific ancient culture whether it's Nordic, Celtic, Germanic, Mediterranean, African, Asian, um, North American, uh, indigenous, like 
there is some idealized form in history to look back to. Mm-hmm. And these are all overlaps of a lot of occult slash pagan slash new age things with the alt-right. And it's really easy when you already accept this natural hierarchies and structures and rules in an idealized form and we're doing it correctly. You're, it's, re- it'd be, it's really easy to do go from that to a slow transition into something like white supremacy if you happen to be a white European occultist who yeah. is idealizing, let's say, Nordic or Celtic or Germanic cultures. Yeah. It's vi- it's very easy. Because your ideals and are already it's just in something place. That need- yeah, you already have the mindset, the, a very similar mindset. You just, you pretty much just need to be, somebody needs to piss you off. Yep. And make you angry. And it's not often, we're not, no, nobody's saying that this is something that's like a hor- horrific fucking problem, but it's, there is a lot of, uh, a lot of these issues. And I have heard uh, anecdotal, you know, stories of people talking about how a lot of new age influencers are real damn close to the Jewish question. And it's yeah. really weird. So, <sighs> something to keep in mind, I guess. And remember, we are idiots. We are not <laughs> pagans. We are not occult occultists we, we like it but we, we don't, don't even know that it. much shit about this shit you know we kind of just like we're, we we're dipping our had general ideas exactly we dip in our, our sweet little toesies in so if we're wrong please please tell us yeah like we're not we're not immune to making judgments but like i think judging we're human ju- i think judging julius evola is pretty fair because this guy's fucking whack okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I think I think the main thing that might piss people off is us uh, kind of talking, saying that occult slash pagan is similar to alt right. That no, might no, make no, 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 no. Yeah, no. But, we yeah. I think hopefully at the beginning we kind of cleared that up, but we're just saying that a lot of alt right strategists, or not even strategists, but a strategy of people in the alt right, because they also believe in you know occultism. They use that as kind of a pathway. Yes. Gathering their little little people. Uh, they take people <laughs> in their people. They they type Keck online and then they are they make them members of Kekistan <laughs> by showing them images of Pepe oh, Leprog. <laughs> um, they increase chaotic energy by bringing in new people. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I don't I, I don't know that much about Julius Evola, but I did read his Wikipedia. Um, and whoever wrote this, props on him because it's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a big deal in um, the early 20th century for you know all of these interweavings of spiritual superiority and magic esotericism. Is that how you say that? I think so. Yeah, he he was a big proponent of esotericism and writer about it and he wrote like 20 books and the fucking most frustrating thing i i don't want to talk about him too long like i said but he considers his early life unimportant (laughs) like aside from like painting and reading nietzsche oh my god (laughs) otto weiniger Weiniger. the most misunderstood philosopher ever (laughs) uh (laughs) He like he discredits his in early life as not meaning anything, and I I don't know, man. I I want to know more. I don't. I want to know how he turned out evil, yeah. basically, because I genuinely think these super fascists, these like hyper fascists, 
a part ultra. of me doesn't believe them. Ultra fascist. Self-claimed the, the, ultra. A part of me, I don't believe them. Yeah. I think they're literally grifters. I don't know, man. Like, I think... 20 books? People like Julius Evola, I really think... I don't know why I'm inclined to think this. They're so desperate for attention. They're so desperate for power. They're so desperate for all these things. Yeah. Maybe that does lead them to actually believe these things, but there's something so utterly insane about it's it. It's because you're an I empath. Can't... <laughs> you wanna, you're an optimist for the human uh, condition. I, maybe. I mean, I'm not an optimist. I think we're all going to fucking die, but I just, it's too insane. I don't believe this is a real person. Like, I, yeah. I can't. Seriously, go read his Wikipedia at least. Uh, I just want to read you some titles of his books. He also thought Buddhism was naturally anti-democratic. I don't... Yeah. Dude, people just don't I, understand. Uh, people will take whatever they want from anything granted, and then just mold it You can it interpret into, Buddhism however. Um, let's see. They're a Buddhist terrorist. The Mystery so. of the Grail, Initiation and Magic and the Quest for the Spirit, Myth of the Blood, Genesis of Racialism. Uh, doctrine of awakening the attainment of self-mastery according to the early buddhist texts um and when he refers to the early buddhist texts he's talking about not actual early buddhist texts he's talking about uh the Pali canon which i'm pretty what? sure is like a western interpretation of buddhism <laughs> that was like oh, lovely f not even 400 years old it, it was like you know how like the Bible is just an interpretation of the Dead Sea Scrolls. The yeah. Pali Canon is basically the same thing. It's like an interpretation of Siddhartha Gautama's, uh, like Buddhist teachings. So he, yeah, yeah that's what he's referring to. What, what was the really fucked up gender one he wrote? Uh, <laughs> he was like a weird sex man. Man is potency. Uh, he was super, weird sex man. Yeah, he was super sexist and was like, oh man, tantric interdimensional sex what? meditations. Yeah. <laughs> no, what did he say? So he, there's a whole section on his Wikipedia about views on race, views on Jews, views on sex and gender roles. He said, oh, Jesus the book he wrote was called Woman as Thing. Oh my. He regarded. This is just 4chan. Yeah. This is just. <laughs> he regarded matriarchy and goddess religions as a symptom of decadence and preferred a hypermasculine oh. warrior ethos. He it was influenced by Otto Wieninger's book Sex and Character, which like Sounds cemented like his dualism of male-female spirituality. He did not neg neglect sadomasochism so long as sadism and masochisms are magnifications of an elemental potential potentially present in the deepest essence of Eros. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, this, this man was fucked. <laughs> um, uh, what was his... When did he live from? From to when? He lived from... 1898 to 1974. He was born in okay. Rome and died in Rome. I was about to say, so we can't blame psychedelics for this man's Oh, no, he took psychedelics. Insanity. <laughs> yeah, but not acid. Acid wasn't made yet. Oh, that's true. He only took shrooms. Maybe DMT, but we're ayahuasca. <laughs> anyway, I, we could do a whole... I don't want to talk about this evil fucking guy anymore. <laughs> this evil fucker. Literally, he just sounds like 4chan incarnate. Yeah. Like, that's... He was also... Oh, oh, yeah. The last fucking thing that we can relate to spirit science is uh, the belief of the Thule Society, I think, had that I think Evola also shared in the fact that the white race were descendants of the Hyperboreans, which were the giants that existed in Hyperborea. Oh, my God. The fucking 50 chromosome <sighs> giants. Yep. Last thing. Okay. <laughs> 
and kind of to tie it all up, I, I oh. kind of just wanted to ask you the question. And I, I don't even know if this is true. This is just something that I noticed. But why is it that it seems like white men are the most susceptible people to right-wing thinking Dude, and occultism? The, sometimes, sometimes the most systemically powerful are the most insecure about their power. Oh. That's like... like you, yeah, you don't really find this a whole lot. And most of the time, if you find it with non-white people, it's still centered at the top of power structures. Yep. It's just like kings saying, I am designated by God mm-hmm. to be powerful. When you have power, you're hyper paranoid and you're just fucking scared of losing it. So you grasp at anything that you can shove in other people's faces to define why you're the one in power. And also, that... That I think goes for all through history, and then personally, um, you know, as as time goes on and we become more prog- become more progressive in this world, and white people feel their power just slightly slipping mm. from their grasp, even though they're still you know it's systemically that fear, powerful. Yeah. So they're they're scared. They're just like, oh no, oh no. And I don't think currently it's happening at the top of power structures. Unfortunately, I think right now it's happening at the lower ends of the white classes, like the, the, the white middle class yeah. and the white lower class. Just like I'm saying, bro, it's a because fucking I think CIA the upper op. class. <laughs> they're, they're dividing the honestly, lower class. No, see, <laughs> honestly, I, I am kind of convinced that it's because like the people <laughs> yes, at the top. Yes, I'm convincing are, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, CIA or not, but like it's, it's, it really does feel like with everything we're seeing right now, people at the top, grasping for straws so they're trying to radicalize their base yeah. into being hyper fucking feral no for i don't them, know if like the cia Trump is that fucking smart base. like oh no the cia is not that smart <laughs> they've done some bad shit but they're not that smart but right now i think it is slightly different just like i said i think it's different because power structures are slipping we're becoming more de- democratic we're becoming more socialist um yeah we're becoming more broadening of power structures at the bottom of bases. At least we're trying, and I got, I hope, for the future. But that's why you get all these fucking right-wingers now who used to be libertarians mm-hmm. and are now saying, openly saying, no, I would love for Trump to be a dictator. Oof. Or openly saying that monarchies are better for the people than democracies. There are. I was a libertarian. I never fell into that. Yeah. I was always a libertarian trying to, like actually trying to find ways that my ideals could make the world better which is why i left that (laughs) ideology because it didn't work um like i was i was an ancap that fucking hated the cops fucking hated corporations fucking hated all these people yeah but i was around people and talked to people who were like literally it's the meme of anarcho-capitalism is feudalism yeah but these people embraced that they embraced feudalism they embraced Monarchies, they've embraced theocracies, they the embraced dictatorships because they realized yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, they realized that and then went, hmm, but I would benefit from it, so I'm okay with that. And that's, there you have it, the slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> from somebody who uh, scrambled their way up the hill and got off the slippery slope. Yay. Yeah. You, you uh, acquired the, um, the ice boots, the climbing boots. With the spikes on the sides. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But yeah, which is basically what you could equate that to your friends who were leftists. I don't know. Uh, this was just a big topic that we we really liked, and uh, we got angry about yeah. it. Yeah. 
So if you like us getting less, emotional, it's less formal. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I want to ask is what's the best structure? What's a structure that feels good to listen to? Like, should we do more structured and scripted or should we kind of just like have ideas, have some research so we can like talk about specific things and just rant about yeah. them? Cause I, get angry. I'm going to be employed soon, which I haven't been. Like, yeah. Um, and, uh, that's going to cut into my podcasting time drastically. So we might move to a once a month podcast instead. Um, which I guess we're starting already right now with this one. Kind um, of, yeah. And also, you know, having to research less and being a little more emotional and opinionated would take a lot of stress and like yeah. pressure off and like keep this fun for us. So we want it to be fun so for you, part of, but we also want it to be fun for us. Yeah, we just, we, we're open to changing our exact structure. Um, the general idea is always going to stay the same. We ain't changing that. But uh, another thing is, I was wondering, is if anybody would listen to, not that we have that many listeners right now, uh, <laughs> to talk to, but we're thinking about doing like these types of it, podcast episodes where it's two idiots talk, where we have specific ideas, specific research about a specific topic, and then maybe do something more loose, uh, even looser than this, where it's two idiots chat. Where we uh, just record us, you know, talking yeah, shit. Yeah, probably with like no research. <laughs> talking about something. N- either no research or very little where we're just either complaining, honestly, <laughs> or just talking about stuff and cracking jokes yeah. and uh, maybe having a drink or two if, uh, on a couple of them. But uh, yeah, let us know what you think about yeah, that. But anyway, thank you, idiots, for listening to Two Idiots Talk to You. And as always, uh, I don't think we introduced ourselves in the beginning, but I'm Nate. And I'm Will. And uh, have a good rest of your day. (laughs) We're two idiots signing off. Episode, which means you've unlocked the end of episode announcement. All right. End of the episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for coming back and giving us your ears one more time. We just wanted to shout out real quick that we are available on all streaming platforms, as far as I'm aware. Pretty sure all of them. Yeah. There's not much that I didn't put it on. I don't... If there's something that exists <laughs> that where it's not on, uh, I that means I Let just don't know. know about it. <laughs> And also, uh, we have a dedicated Twitter for the podcast that we would love for you to follow. Get updates. Yeah, keep you, if you follow keep us you on informed. Twitter, you'd be able to interact with us more easily and frequently than, you know, just writing comments in the YouTube, because sometimes I don't see those. Yeah, follow the Twitter if you want to interact with us for the podcast. Follow our individual Twitters if you want to see us complain about politics. Yeah, and that will be... For me at reincarnate with underscores between all of the letters of Nate, and I will link that. Yeah, it's all in the in the description. Mine's uh, at Summy William S U M M Y William. And our conjoint podcast is two T O idiots underscore talk. All right, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you.